0: Hello, everybody. How are you today? This is Robin O'Neill, and you're listening to me reading stuff. I'm here in my parents' house, and I had two days of relaxing, finally, after a long, 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 difficult, glorious, happy, passionate, upsetting, and wonderful journey on my book tour around Texas. Thank you to everybody who came out over the last couple of weeks. It was... It was just unlike anything I've ever done. So I'm coming at you happy and strong and calm and exhausted. But I'm gonna do something a little different today before I read you a poem I have saved for you. I'm going to let you get to know somebody very important to me, my own father. You've heard him on the podcast before when he would introduce me when I was too sick to do the podcast. And you guys all were curious about him and why he had such a great radio voice. So I've got a couple of questions I'm going to ask him, and those are my questions that I want you guys to answer, too, either on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or wherever you find yourself talking to me. I'm at R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. But first, without further ado, let's listen to my interview with my dad, Jim O'Neill. Hello, everybody. You know me. My name's Robin. This is me reading stuff on a Thursday. So sorry I missed you last week. We'll talk about that later, but we have a very special guest today. You guys want to know who it is? You've heard his voice before, and you loved it back then, and you'll love it now. This is my dad, Jim O'Neill. Hi, Jim. I mean, Dad.
1: Hello, everybody out there.
0: God, you do have a radio voice, Dad. Have you ever thought that before?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Well, but... You know, some people like my voice because grandma taught me to speak, and you taught me to speak clearly and loudly. Did she do that to you, too?
1: Yes, your grandmother did work with me early on to uh, work on my voice and my uh, delivery, and of course, she was a uh, drama teacher and and directed a lot of plays, and and just being in her family, I became part of that uh, play thing where I would be in some of her plays with her, And, and so it helped me, I think, in the long run.
0: And uh, yeah, and then you of course worked for the railroad and had to present in front of people all the time. So you needed that training, didn't you?
1: I did need that training. I had to do a lot of presentations in front of the board, in front of uh, shareholders, and so it's helped me a lot, I think, throughout my life.
0: I didn't know how long you were in those plays of Grandma's. Like, how
1: old were you when you? Uh, was it just when you were a little kid, or all through high school? No, it was pretty much uh, from the time, maybe when I was about in seventh or eighth grade through high school.
0: Wow. Well, I thank you. And you know what else you did to me? You told me to look people in the eyes when I shake their hand, and I always do that.
1: Yes, it's always something that's very important. Whenever I was doing business with somebody, I always wanted to see what... I could look in their eyes and see what if they were sincere or not sincere about doing business.
0: Oh, and you think you really can tell a difference if they're sincere or not?
1: I always felt I could, yeah.
0: What do you think about me? Am I sincere?
1: You're very sincere. Maybe too, too I much I know so. you personally, so I know you're <laughs> sincere. <laughs>
0: That's true. Okay, now I've got my favorite question. And listeners of me reading stuff, I don't believe I've ever asked you this, but this was a question that my dad asked me before I even know knew what he, the hell he was talking about. I'm talking when I was three years old. You started to ask me this question. Do you know what it is? Can you guess?
1: I can't remember. It's something about how do you feel today or what is the... <laughs>
0: yeah, I, my mom knows. Mom, shout it out. Okay, she's shy. It's, uh, Robin, what do you think about life in general? Your life
1: in general, that's right. <laughs> I ask you that all the time.
0: He's asked me that since I was three for some reason. And back then... I think I I said, I don't know what that means. And then you would just kind of clarify in, you know, dumb kid language, like, uh, well, how do you feel? But anyway, I loved it as I got older and understood what life in general was. It's a good question. So what do you think about life in general, Dad? Be honest.
1: Life in general is kind of, for me, it's been pretty good. Um, But I think that life in general, life is what you make it. And you can make it very difficult or you can make it kind of nice and I think you have to be the one that decides that. There's a lot of things, a lot of outside pressures that can impact that and make it bad or good. But really, it's up to you to decide whether life is good or not.
0: And Well, thank you. That's a great answer. And those are the kind of things you tell me when I get down. I can tell you sense that if I just switched my attitude, it's not always that easy for me, though. You've noticed that. Yes. Yeah. I noticed And so that's why you have to remind me all the time, I guess.
1: I do have to remind you.
0: Well, why don't you ask me the question now and I'll answer it.
1: Okay, Robin, what do you think about life in general? (laughs)
0: Uh, First of all, I just love the question, so thank you for asking. Um, You know, I don't have as positive of it as an attitude of you. I think life in general is difficult, uh, but I also think it's pretty glorious. I think there's moments that are, you know... That you'll never forget that. I just, I just think I love to feel. I don't know what I think. I don't want to be honest with you because I think life is pretty bad in a lot of ways. But I'm still happy at times. So I feel a little insecure telling you how negative I feel about life in general. But some of us are just born thinking this way. It doesn't mean that I walk around miserable but I do. I tend to see the dark side of things. Do you, do you understand that?
1: Yes, you do see the. Well, you see the dark side more than I do, I guess. I think so. But I understand that, again, there's a lot of uh, negative outside forces that impact how you look at life. And, yeah. and everybody looks at it differently, and everybody from a different walk of life looks at it differently. But I think sometimes if you have a good attitude... Uh, you can make things change for the better for yourself.
0: It's true. And you helped me that with that. When you came and visited me, You when I was really sick this summer, you kept saying, focus on that it's getting better. Focus, And, and that really did help me. And I can't do that without somebody helping me. Okay, let's move on to the next question I have for you. What activity relaxes you the most?
1: I guess uh, the activity that relaxes me the most is kind of like working outside doing something, whether it's golfing or whether it's, working around the yard, uh, and I like to cook. So those are the types of activities that relax me, I think.
0: Okay, that's a great answer. My favorite, Mine that relaxes me is looking at magazines. I just love looking at magazines on a couch with a blanket on top of me, preferably with an animal nearby. And I think Mom would answer the same exact way.
1: <laughs> Probably so. I, I don't uh, like. Yeah,
0: cool. you've always loved being outside.
1: I like to look at the Trader Joe's fearless <laughs> flyer that I have <laughs> That's You've been hanging
0: good. on to that thing all week. I've noticed. Okay, Dad, uh, this might be a tricky question for you to answer, but I want you to be honest. What's your least favorite thing about me?
1: <laughs> least favorite thing about you? Uh, well, I don't have many, but I think the one thing that that bothers me a little bit is when you do get negative and you do get, get down on yourself, because I don't. A lot of times, I don't think it's warranted. So, okay. I would say that that's the thing that. I like about you least.
0: Thank you. Well, that's one of my least favorite things about me, too. So we're on the same page. Thanks for your honesty. And last question, do you have a memory of what the best day of your life was? I know that's hard to say, especially being a positive guy, but do you have something where you go back to maybe with your dad or mom when you were a kid that was just so happy?
1: Well, I think some of the best days of my life as a kid probably were Christmas Day and the Christmas season in general, because my folks really loved to to celebrate Christmas, and it made it so great for the kids, for myself, um, my sister, my cousins, others. It was just a great time. It was just a lot of fun, and they knew how to celebrate Christmas right. Uh, and it didn't mean that there were a lot of gifts and a lot of presents. It just was... Sorry about that. It just meant that everybody was having fun and exchanging uh, exchanging gifts, but also the food, everything came together. So I, I think Christmases as a kid were some of my favorite times.
0: And it seems like that's still your favorite times, you, and the the lights. You love Christmas lights more than anybody I know.
1: I love Christmas lights, Christmas decorations. Love to take the tours and see all the, the houses that are uh, decorated. But But again, I think that goes back to my... Mm -hmm. Uh, my uh, experience as a a child with my mom and dad making Christmas great for us.
0: I love it. Well, Dad, I want to say thank you very much for your honesty today. It was good having you on the program. I think you know I said I would never have a guest on this podcast, but something about today told me I needed to have you on. So you did a great job.
1: Well, thanks for letting me be on your podcast.
0: Thank you. All right, everybody. You guys, I'm so sorry that I didn't check in regularly while I was on this journey because I had so much specifically to say to you all who actually love to read. I was in so many places, but one of my favorites being Austin, and I went to Malvern Books. As you know, I've uh, talked about Malvern Books before because a poet I've read on the podcast before, Stephanie Gehring, Uh, works there as a bookseller and she is one of my favorite poets alive so I'm going to put a link in the podcast to Malvern Books if you're in the Austin area you must go and if Stephanie happens to be working there uh, you'll certainly or Taylor who I got to meet Stephanie wasn't working the day I went in so I also met Taylor who was incredible and helped me through the 200 or so books I wanted to buy I narrowed it down to about 20 or something Um, one of the books I bought there was Anne Carson's Short Talks. And this was her, wasn't this her first collection of poems? And it's just been um, republished by Brick Books. As usual, you'll find a link to where you can buy that if you're not lucky enough to be at Malvern Books in Austin. But, uh, so these Short Talk poems are just, they're just incredible, you're gonna love it. These are These are the kind of poems that make me throw my book across the room. I'll try to not do that as I'm in my parents' new home. I wouldn't do that to them. (laughs) All right, this one is called Short Talk on My Task. My task is to carry secret burdens for the world. People watch curiously. Yesterday morning at sunrise, for example, you could have seen me on the break wall carrying gauze. I also carry untimely ideas and sins in general or any faulty action that has been lowered together with you into this hour. Trust me. The trotting animal can restore red hearts to red. Okay, I want to read more of these. Maybe I'll read. I want to read more, but then again, I'm already at 11 minutes. But I had another favorite. Should I find it? One more I'm hearing from my crowd of two. Thank you, Mom. This is a short talk on walking backwards. Oh, this has the word mother in it, Mom. So you must have known. My mother forbade us for bad. Is it forbade, guys? <laughs> you guys have never heard me do this with people watching me. I'm normally uncomfortable, but oh well. Here we go again. Short talk on walking backwards. My mother forbade us to walk backwards. That is how the dead walk, she would say. Where did she get this idea? Perhaps from a bad translation. The dead, after all, do not walk backwards, but they do walk behind us. They have no lungs and cannot call out, but would love for us to turn around. They are victims of love, many of them. Oh, I love it, I love it, I love it. Okay, you guys, I'm at 12 minutes. I'm sorry that I keep making this podcast longer than I promised, but there's been a lot going on, and I missed last week. I will not miss next week, and in fact, I'm going to promise right now I'm going to give you an After Dark podcast this weekend. So get ready for that. And again, I want to thank anybody who came out and supported me on this book tour in Texas. I can't thank you enough. I was crying so many times um, on this trip, mostly out of just deep, deep gratitude and just feeling love for people who care to celebrate others and care to share what they're making. I saw so many great pieces of art with so many different university students in their studios, and just many of you who came and gave me little presents and encouraged me on this journey, mainly Brian Gibb, my publisher from Archon Projects, and if you guys want to know where you can get the book, if you aren't going to be in one of my um, locations where I'll be for these book signings, I'll put a link to Archon Projects in the description as well. I love you guys. Take care, and I'll do a shorter podcast this weekend. Bye-bye. Thanks, Dad.